Welcome back to Sports Dump, Lewis County's only sports podcast. Sponsored by Elam's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery, Gobel Septic, and AmeriCool Heating and Cooling. I'm Aaron Vantile, joined tonight by Chronicles Sports Editor Alec Dietz and Chronicles Sports Reporter Josh Kirschenbaum. And we have a bit of a bit of a poetic line in here provided by Josh. Rain makes corn, corn makes whiskey, whiskey helps me deal with the schedule chaos that rain creates. It's a little Luke Bryan for you. <laughs> Isn't that a yeah. Wakayakum? That's Zach Brown I'm thinking of. Yeah, no, Luke Bryan. You need a little bit of country. It's baseball season. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. Uh, yeah, explain the scheduling chaos. How, how have things looked lately? Wet. And then everything all, everywhere all at once. There's the movie reference for Alec there. Wow, look at that. Wow. Too many Oscars, hitting, but I digress. Hitting every note in the first 30 seconds. You can just wrap this up. We're done here. Think, yeah. <laughs> we, does somebody want to make a Wakayakum Tough Place to Play reference? Then we, we can just yeah, put a bow on just need your email to get in the way and make a noise. <laughs> this is a quality loss. Uh, Elam's Global Septic. Good night, people. See you next <laughs> there, week. there we have it. Uh, yeah, how has the rain been affecting things lately? Everything's been off? Yeah, I mean, well, last week was spring break, so few teams were playing. Basically, everybody was off. and then uh, We had a podcast about it. Alec yeah. appeared on. Yeah, you didn't invite me. News dump. I still haven't gotten over it. I, oh, yes, we got to talk about cemeteries and uh, porn in the woods. Yeah. Porn in the woods, Pocky. You, you talked about porn in the woods, and you didn't let me in. I, um, <laughs> anyway, everyone was supposed to come back from spring break, and instead it just rained all day Monday, all day Tuesday, uh, every game except for one got rained out the first two days of the week, which pushed everything back. So we had a lot of teams with like 15-day breaks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we want to start with the two Bs? That's what we got in the notes. Is that sure. is everybody good with that? 2B baseball? 2B baseball. Toledo and Adna were scheduled to play a two-game series. Then it rained. Then they were scheduled to play a doubleheader at Toledo on Tuesday, and then it rained more. And then they were scheduled to play a doubleheader at Adna on Wednesday. And the first game went nine innings, and they decided to make it a two-game series. Classic move. You asked what the rain did. (laughs) Uh, In that one game, the teams were tied for first in the CTBL. Toledo won 5-4 in the ninth. Caden Schultz and Tristan Percival squared off. Two of the better pitchers in the CTBL, right? Probably, yeah. Uh, combined for 23 strikeouts and five hits, both left after six innings with Toledo up one nothing. Toledo got an insurance run in the seventh, then down to its final out before Adna tied it up with a two-run double. Who hit the two-run double? Uh, Donner Hoynowski. Danner Hoynowski. Danner Hoynowski, sorry. Great name. Yeah, good name. Uh, Toledo scored three in the top of the ninth. Adna only scored two in response, and Toledo picked up a key league win. So, yeah, there were five hits in the first six innings. There were 12 hits in the last three innings, including six in the ninth itself. So, I mean, this was a classic 2B baseball game. Uh, both teams threw their aces. I wasn't sure if mm-hmm. they were going to do that. Sometimes you can, like, maybe throw your two guy, try to, like, not line them up and make sure that both teams steal a game. They didn't yeah. do that. Uh, those two guys looked as good as advertised outside of the first, both of them. I mean, both of them were pitching for the first time in 13 days. Uh, there were a couple wild... Uh, moments Toledo took its lead on a walk a pass ball another pass ball and a wild pitch Mm -hmm. and that was the entire scoring for six innings and then the bullpens got into it and both teams thought they were going to have to play another game so it's sort of that coaching thing of you know you just threw your first guy you 
don't want to throw your second guy. So you're looking and you deep probably, down into the bullpen. And you're looking and down to the bullpen because you probably want to back your third guy off of your second guy because your second guy is probably not throwing a complete game. So you usually line up your second or third reliever with your ace, hoping that they get you a good lead to work with, and they didn't. So yeah, they were kind of going to the bottom of the to the to the middle or bottom of the bullpen, and then they, the the pitchers kind of lost control a bit there, okay. which is what you saw. And then as it turned out, once they hit the eighth inning, they were like, "This game's gone on too long. We can't play a second game. Like we're going to get two innings into a second game. It's going to get dark." So as soon as that happened, Matt Gall, Toledo's coach, pulls out Rogan Stanley, who is his number two pitcher. And basically says, you're our closer. If you throw, if you get us out of this game in fewer than 20 pitches, we win and you can throw again tomorrow. <laughs> and that paid off for them. So they interesting, won. So interesting yeah, and he said Stanley was going to start today, probably throw a few, not quite as many as he would have not go quite as far today. But yeah, you get, you get to sort of back him up there. Okay. Uh, elsewhere in the C2BL, Ashton Demers tossed a five inning no hitter for Napavine in a 10-0 win over Morton White Pass. It was the Tigers' first game back from spring break. In their last game before the break, Connor Holmes and Cal Bullock threw a no-hitter versus Wakayaka. Navavine had a no-hit streak of 16 and one-third innings before Morton White Pass managed to hit in the fourth inning of Game 2 yesterday. Navavine won that game 20-5. to Real close one. Pretty, pretty good performance. Morton White Pass scored five runs without getting a hit, which... Interesting. Very fun. Yeah. That's a that's a fun book to look at. Yeah. Did you see the minor league game where the team uh gave up a seven run rally and lost seven to six while throwing a no hitter? No, but that sounds awesome. That's pretty good last week. Uh Kalamas swept Winlock on back to back no hitters. Ouch. Uh Alec, is is the season of the no hitter back on? It's back. It's back. We had three, I think, the week before spring break all in a row, and now it's uh yeah, all these all these no hitters are racking up. If only Winlock and uh, Morton White Pass could kind of learn how to hit a little bit, then uh, maybe there would be less. I thought you were going to say if only Winlock and Morton White Pass could play everybody every week. It's like that's rude. Am I wrong? I think I, both <laughs> of what you said were pretty rude there. But <laughs> am I wrong? Neither of you were wrong. Uh, anyway, current standings in the C two BL: Toledo's in first, Adna's in second, one game back. Although that could change today. Could change today. Tudor Lake and Kalama are tied for third, and Napavine is in fifth. Those are the only teams above 500. It really, it's five teams looking good, and the rest. It's the haves and the have-nots. It really is. Yes. All right. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Goebel Septic, providing septic service and sanitation for Thurston, Lewis, Mason, Cowlitz, and Grays Harbor counties. Septic pumping, inspection, and riser installation, commercial septic pumping, of course, grease trap services, and as you know, you've seen them driving around. They will rent you a porta potty and even a sink to go with it, so you can wash your hands after peeing outside. Visit GoebelSeptic.com, G-O-E-B-E-L Septic.com, or call 360-736-2167. Hopefully that's all you're doing outside. Hell, you could bring your porn that you found in the woods in there. You could. <laughs> I'm glad we're getting that back in there. I was who, trying to be subtle about the it. People and then who Alec did just, not I opened the door and creaked it open and it was like, that's enough. And Alec just barged through it. <laughs> no context needed. Nope, nope, nope. If you know, you know. Uh, 2B softball, not a whole lot has changed with the early week games almost all getting rained out. Everyone is back in action tonight. I figured you guys rounded up everything good last week. 
Uh, yeah, kind of. It was just kind of like a check in on how things in general. I know last are week was sports. really just you and Alec talking, and then Isabel gained it. Like, talk about tennis. And they're like, yeah. And maybe news every <laughs> once in a while. It was just the sports talk, really. The- <laughs> yeah. Uh, the one game that did happen Rainier shut out on Alaska, 1 nothing. Riley Cruz from Rainier tossed a complete game, shut out, gave up seven hits, struck out eight, didn't walk anybody. Lisa Liddell from Onalaska also tossed a complete game with uh, gave up eight hits, struck out 12, and didn't walk anybody. These are two underclassmen heavy teams. They might not be Adna level, but they could Spoiler definitely. Spoiler alert, they're not. They could. <laughs> Alec, really just on one today. But could definitely make <laughs> runs with those two pitchers. Uh, is Adna still far and away the yes. number one of the two Bs? Yes. Who knows? They haven't played anybody. They are one and two right now. Not according like to the RPI month, board. A month into the season, they are one and two. <laughs> I think they played a couple more than that, but have like, they? I think no, they they're one and two. They're like they lost to Rochester. They lost to some four A team, and then they—I don't know if the Hawkinson game counts. They got like two innings in, and they were up three zip. So oh, I saw when I looked online, the Hawkinson game was counting, and I think they played Castle Rock too. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's the only one. Yeah. So they if, not if the Hawkinson game, game counts, they're five hundred, but. Yeah, Point still applies. They have not played much, but, um, but yeah, I those, have faith that Adna softball will be good. I have, yeah. Hot take. This, yeah, I mean, a, and the thing take. we talked about last time, you have no clue what happens under them, and that game, behind Adna, yeah. and that game proved, I don't, I, like, I wrote, was writing these notes, I was like, I started typing Rainier and on Alaska with these, those two pitchers could steal a game from somebody, but I don't even know if it's stealing a game from somebody if nobody is really that level. Yeah, no, like, I think there's kind of a mishmash um, of... I was really impressed with Liddell, actually. She had, she was working. She started out throwing mostly off-speed, and then in the fourth inning, Rich Teitzel basically, like, yeah, there was a whole thing with uh, Rainier picking signs off him, and then he was just like, how about you just throw it by them? And then she did that for four innings. <laughs> um, and she, yeah, it was like, I was... It's It was like the the Princess Bride joke, right? With the, like, I am not left-handed. It's like, I actually can throw 10 miles an hour faster than I was starting out at, which, like, why don't you just throw that fast to start? But you know what? It worked for her. Um, and then Riley Cruz was kind of the opposite. She just fluttered in every... Like, every single pitch ended up in the dirt. And Rich Teitzel on the third baseline, just like progressive descent into madness at his team, just fishing every single time. <laughs> and they just never made the adjustment. And she cruises one where, I mean, she's an eighth grader, right? If she does that over and over again, she'll start to get figured out, but she's got so much time to figure out how to mix in the, spe- the faster stuff. Um, yeah, get. I think, and then Liddell's a sophomore, I think. So, yeah. like, two young pitchers that could really turn into something here. All right, and nothing else. What What are the standings in the 2B? Has there been enough games for there to be standings? No. It's weird. I started Toledo's for, undefeated, I know, yeah. for softball, so they're kind of in that mix as well. Rainier, obviously, still undefeated. Ani has, decent. Ani has now two league losses to Toledo and Rainier. I think I saw Napavine just split with Toodle. Maybe. And those are two teams that are kind of in that second level. But yeah, I, I start. I thought about putting standings together, and I decided to to wait until Adna's played a league game. Yeah. Uh, in the two B softball RPI standings. Oh, good oh, lord! Boy. Rainier is number five. Sure. Toledo is number seven. Peel Valley is number eight, and Kalama is number nine. Owen Forks is number ten. Sure, sure. Okanagan is number one. Sure. <laughs> None of this means anything. No. Uh, unless you're a fan and you yeah, are, Adna is currently slated to play its league opener tonight 
in Kath Lamet. If the season ended today, the committee would still put Adna number one. Three well, games. Probably. In. Like <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure there's a district four representative on the committee. It's like, all right. Look, like, guys. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Uh, you guys ready for some Tanino talk? Oh, yes. The baseball team has not played a league game, and it is the middle of April. But should change sh- tonight. Should change tonight. Um, they did just beat Centralia 11-2 to at Wheeler Field. They did? Yeah. Oh, all right. Good for them. Uh, Cody Strawn, Austin Gagne, Brady Noonan, and Mikey Vassar all had two hits in that win. Noonan has just signed to play ball at Yakima Valley College. Joins another South Thurston guy and Breeden Hartley going there too. Scatter Creek Showdown in Every Yaki day Vegas. In yeah. Yaki Vegas. <laughs> uh, and speaking of tonight, no commits. Trinity to, Trinity Tafoya is going to college to wrestle. Yeah, we That's talked about that last week. Okay, I was. Did we? Yeah. Okay. I remember because you were like, "What's going in the paper?" And I'm like, "Well, there's nothing going on." So we're writing this feature on Trinity Tafoya. All right. And then I put it in the at, paper. Uh, Eastern Oregon. Uh, the soccer team found its offense with 13 goals in two days. They just beat Iwako 8 nothing. Max Craig had four goals. That's a lot. That's a lot of goals. That's two braces. Is that how you guys called it? The double brace? Good. Good, I guess. Or it's what? like a hat trick and some change. I don't know. Yeah. It's a nice There's hat. There's got to be a word for like four goals. Like a. It doesn't happen very often at high levels. High levels. So it normally does not have a name. Uh, the softball team also beat Ilwaco on Saturday. That's Tanino talk, baby. That was Tanino talk. That was talking Tanino. <laughs> you got mad at me when I left them out last time, and I was like, they haven't played any league games, so we'll get there. We still haven't played any league games, but you guys would have gone on me. Uh, this podcast brought to you by Elam's Home Furnishings and Sleep Center. When you've had 14 days off because of rain and spring break, you just need someplace to lie down. Yeah, and you can find that. At Elam's Home Furnishings and Sleep Center. Locally owned, family owned, and here to stay. Elam's is located at 1530 South Gold Street in Centralia. You know, you can. why don't you log on to the internet, go to elamshf.com on your, your web browser or your mobile device. Take a look at all the fine furnishings they offer. Let's take a look. Are you actually looking it up over there? You yeah. got your... Yeah. What did you see, Josh? Uh, Anything you like? Ads blocked. Ooh, uh, there's this really good pop-up bot that asked me if I have any questions, and I could text them. You should text them. Be like, Whoa, what do I too need? hot. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, entertainment. I like entertainment. Let's <laughs> click on the shop all under entertainment. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. We're just Home just... theater seating, media consoles. Ooh, home theater seating. There okay. you go. Pop that open. Could watch really some Tanino baseball on there. Yeah. I think Tanino Oh, boy. That's a, oh, no, I, mean, I mean, great prices. <laughs> uh, all right, Elam's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery. Yeah, check them out in Centralia, 1530 South Gold Street. That is more than I make in multiple paychecks. <laughs> well, they have more reasonably priced items as well, you know, and they offer credit. You can get their little promotional financing available. That probably helps with a Synchrony Home credit card. <laughs> anyway, moving I set on. set you up nice there. The longest ad read ever. <laughs> In the two A's, WFS baseball stretched its winning streak to eight games with a doubleheader sweep of Shelton yesterday, 10-0 and 9-8. Hunter Lutman had a six-inning shutout in the opener, allowed two hits, struck out 12, walked four. He's going to LCC, right? Yep, and he is starting to figure it out. Yeah, I mean, he has figured it out, it seems. Yeah. The, I mean, going into this year, his big thing was control. Like, he would have all those games where, you know, 
five innings before he hit his pitch count because he'd strike out 12 and walk eight. And so far, he's gotten those walks down. That's it for him. Are they undefeated? They are not undefeated because they lost to Linden and Sela. Oh, so they're that's undefeated right. in league. That was over there, like over the mountains road trip to start things, yeah. right? All right. Uh, Tumwater right of the ship after a surprise loss to Aberdeen. Lat- Aberdeen beat Tumwater? Aberdeen beat Tumwater. I'll be damned. They had like 11 errors or something. Yeah. So, well, you know, strange things happened in Grace Harbor. Uh, Were they it in was Aberdeen? at home. No, it was at Tumwater. A- lost to Aberdeen at, at home. home? Interesting. Lyle Overbay. I mean, there's only so much you can say as a coach, like hitting will fix itself, pitching will fix itself. 11 errors in two games is the sort of thing that will get a coach on his team. And yeah. I think something might have been said because they, yeah, they turned that into none yesterday. So they beat Rochester 10 to nothing. And then they were supposed to play doubleheader. Uh, and then they beat them 4 to nothing. Well, they were leading 4 to nothing in the middle of the fourth. And I don't think that's far enough to get an official game. So I haven't heard any news about what's happening with that. Okay. Um, Alex Overbay hit his fourth homer of the year, tying him for the area lead with Adna Sawyer Terry. Overbay is great because you know his stats because every time he hits a home run, he tweets a video of it. And the the tweet is just the bomb emoji and then the number of what home run it is. So, <laughs> like, kid makes our job easy. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, and in the standings, WFOS is 6-0. and Tomwater is 7-1. and So you can kind of pick who's in first between them. Have they played yet? They haven't played yet. No, they play this week. Mm. Is it this week? Next, next week. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the coming, in the next yeah, seven yeah, yeah. days, I think Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, on the softball side, WF West beat Rochester. They scored four runs early, wound up with a 6-2 win. Ella Young pitched the whole way, gave up nine hits, two earned runs, struck out one, walked one. Uh, after WF West had a 4-2 lead in the bottom of the third on a two-run Sage Brindle homer, Young retired 12 of the last 14, ba- 12 of the last 14 batters. Just making sure I had that right. Uh, Brielle Etter and Stacia Fluch. Fluch? Fluch. Both had two hits for WF West. Uh, Lena Demers tossed six innings for Rochester, gave up six runs, five of those earned, struck out two, walked four. Uh, Roizenstuhl and Rasheen. Rasheen. This is awful. So many names. (laughs) Cheyenne Justice both went two for three. And Zilstra owes Alec Dinner, right? Is that it? No, no, not yet. Oh. Every game I've been to, Sage Brindle's hit a home run. So she, uh, Zilstra, their coach, was joking that uh, Sage Brindle owes me like a steak dinner if I come to the next one and she hits another home run. Uh, you should see what happens. Yeah. Uh, also, shout out Ellie Young uh, for all the no hitters we're getting and these like dominant pitching outings. Shout out a pitcher who lets her defense work. Complete yeah. game, one strikeout, one In walk. One walk. Yeah. yeah. Like that was great. More yeah, of that. He covered a 23 strikeout game and I covered a two uh, strikeout game. Yeah. Yeah, that was the other thing about that. Going back to really briefly, the Ani Rainier softball game was that, yeah, it was two complete games with no walks, and yeah, I think it was like fifteen strikeouts. But yeah, we like we like people putting the ball in play, letting their defense work. And WF West has the defense that that works. Like so many of the teams in this area, if you if your pitcher rolled like twenty ground balls, then there's gonna be an error. There's gonna be a couple errors, probably. But yeah, WF West is the defense that you can. Yeah. And Rochester. We know, I think Demers yeah. only walked four, struck out two, and their defense was pretty stout as well. They had one kind of gaffe in like a rundown situation. But um, yeah, those are those are two really good teams. And 
uh, Zilstra, WFS coach, said after the game that Rochester is scary. You know, they saw him in the in that trophy game last year. So, um, uh, game before the trophy game last year. Yes. Yeah. The play into the trophy game. Constellation semifinals. Yeah. Whatever you, whatever you want to call it. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, and that's we've talked. I talked about that league last week, but it is uh, it is wow. the Wild West. It, there are five teams that you know, have a chance to probably make districts. And then at that point, there's four teams that can make state. If you want to throw in, you know, Ridgefield, uh, Mark Morris, RA long, um, in the GSHL. So it's kind of a, who knows what's going to happen. It's also like, there's a chance that maybe only one Evco team gets into state. Yeah. Yeah. Or one GSHL team. Honestly, I have no idea. I, if you asked me to pick the four teams, I would say, I have no clue. I don't know. And like I mean, it's, history it's even, says history even, yeah. says you go with WF West and Tom Water to probably make it out of there, but they've shown you know WF West, WF West and Tom Water third and fourth in the EFCO right lost now. Lost to yeah. Centralia. Centralia just lost to Aberdeen yesterday. And all these games are close. Like it's not like teams are trading run. I don't know if like the top four teams have had run rules yet. I don't think so. Uh, I think Rochester might have run ruled Aberdeen actually, uh, or it was like yeah. eleven to two, which yeah, is yeah. like basically a run rule. But yeah. It's uh, it's Andrea Rochester's beaten Aberdeen. Aberdeen has come back to beat Tumwater and Centralia, who was previously undefeated. So it's uh, and again, I keep going back to what Zilstra was talking to me about. But he said, uh, if you come out of this league with two or three losses, you're just fine. Yeah. Uh, our dear sweet Centralia did lose to Aberdeen nine three. Lily Camp struck out ten for the Bobcats, and they scored five in the second inning to kind of build up a lead. They would never give up. Yep, a little back to earth for Centralia, probably a little bit after they won four games in four days the week before spring break. Um, I think they committed seven errors, so maybe uh, just a little bit of rust or maybe just kind of, um, you know, I they probably needed one of these games to, you know, get them, I don't know, not bring them back down to earth or whatever, but just kind of like, oh, hey, like this is a very competitive league. You're not going to win every single game. And um you know, I think they have Shelton on Friday, which is a pretty should be a good chance for them to bounce back if they take care of business. All right. Um, Black Hills turns a 4-0 hole into an 8-5 win over Shelton. First league win for the Wolves in two years. Good for them. Just briefly. Yeah. And then Epco standing, Centralia and Aberdeen, both 4-1 and in first. Aberdeen has the head-to-head, but Centralia still has the better overall record. So Tiger fans can probably try to claim first. And WF West is a half game behind them at three and one. Rochester and Tomwater are both two and two, just like everybody expected at the beginning of the season. <laughs> yeah, Centralia being up there is really messing with the easy down the stretch. Yeah, yeah, but it's uh, it's it's fun. It's it's legitimately fun to go to any one of those teams playing each other. Like going out. watching Rochester and WF West, it is like legitimately good softball. You know the fact that they can you know, um, deal with all those ground balls or those infield flyouts, and there's just not many gaffes and the pitching is good. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's really fun to, to watch any of those teams play each other. All right. This podcast brought to you by AmeriCool heating and cooling. Your comfort is their business. They offer full service HVAC installation services and repair and a 100% satisfaction guarantee with everything they do. Just the like best us. part, the best part, 
You are either too hot or too cold at any hour of the day. You can call their 24-7 emergency service line at 360-273-3300. Not like us. Don't call us 24 hours a day. No, please do not. Just the 100% satisfaction. That's like us. Yeah. AmeriCool Heating and Cooling. Pretty cool. And pretty hot. And also, alternately, pretty hot. Uh, It's time for Josh's favorite segment, Good Games Coming Up, Weather Permitting. Do you want to go through these? Sure. You guys can handle this one. On Friday, that's tomorrow. tomorrow. Uh, Good one in the 2AF Coast Softball. Like now we're starting to hit the... Everybody's playing each a bunch of teams starting to play each other for the second time round. Rochester softball goes to Tumwater. I was at the game at Rochester when these guys play each other. Lena Lena Demers, Ella Ferguson, possibly two of the better pit probably two of the best pitchers yeah. in the league. Uh they had a really good game the first time around. Rochester took a lead late. Tumwater scored, I think, five runs in the last two innings and they won five to three. Uh that was really good. Um down in the 2B level, PL Valley is going to Toledo for softball. Uh, if you want to watch PL Valley, but you live kind of close to I-5 and you want to see what they have to offer, head down to Cheesetown. I think they've had a couple games where they're supposed to come east, and most of them have gotten rained out. So hopefully this one happens. And then Black Hills Baseball versus Tumwater. It's a rivalry. It's also going to be at Cheney Stadium. And we can both pr- uh, say that it's a pretty cool place to play a ball game. Yeah, are you guys going? Uh, no. You go cover no. it? No, too many games that day. Oh, oh. The great thing about the Scatter Creek Showdown was there was absolutely nothing yeah. else that day. So we're like, oh, we let's can go both go to Tacoma. An hour an hour out of the way. Yeah, yeah. We're, this is, there's too much going on Friday. Uh, and then wrapping it up, WFS, closer to home, big rivalry, WFS plays Centralia at Wheeler Field, which really is just like as historical, as historic, as steeped in tradition as Cheney Stadium, when you well, think about it, right? Probably they've got a wall with all the future pros. That yeah, have I mean, there. like how many how many pros have played at Cheney Stadium? Like they have like couple. banners there, I think, of former yeah. guys. But no, there's no Walls. big. I wall. mean, you go up to the press, like the oh, press, yeah. the press level at Cheney Stadium. There's just like a giant, the first thing you see is the giant picture of Juan Marichal and Willie Mays, who both played there. <laughs> I guess that's better. I was expecting like a like a poster of Mike Zanino or something. Uh, he's down the line. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Tim Lincecum. They Tim don't Lincecum. have that. No, they don't. That's true. Uh, WFS baseball at Centralia. I mean, that's you know, it's it's a rivalry steeped in tradition. Yeah, it's, it's a game. It's a game. That Anything will could happen. happen. Uh, well, I don't know about that. Anything could happen. Uh, Saturday, Kalama Toledo. This was a game that was supposed to happen today. <laughs> But because Toledo's series versus Adna got pushed back so many times, this series against Kalama also got pushed back. They're playing two, hopefully. Um, that's four games in four days against state contenders for Toledo. So there's your pitching depth, depth test. Uh, would actually don't know if Caden Schultz would even be eligible by the pitch count. I don't entirely remember because he threw 100 pitches on Wednesday, which... You have three days rest after that? At least. If it's more like four or five, then he might be out completely. So, yeah, uh, those games could get high scoring pretty fast. Take Sunday off. Monday, Toodle Lake at Adna Softball. The closest thing to maybe an uh, interesting matchup for Adna against a 2B opponent yet. They're playing Wakaiakum tonight. They're playing Winlock for two on Saturday, and 
Those will be over in how many three, innings? Three innings that? each. 12, yeah. innings. 12 innings total. Yeah. So They're both double headers. Toodle might give him something. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, and then Centralia at so- Tumwater Softball, and the note I put it on here is how crazy is that, that this game? Like, if the way you know you're having a good season at your, if you're Centralia is that your game against Tumwater is on this list. And that kind of goes for any sport. Yeah. yeah. Like, but. This game, I I texted Alec at some point a couple weeks ago. Like I am unironically interested in this game. Do you look at Tumwater? Tumwater's got Ella Ferguson. It's got mm-hmm. Kylie Waltermeyer, and those are kind of the only consistent bats they have. And like the, the when they played Rochester, which was their last good matchup, when they played WF West, their two big matchups to start, they had good days at the plate. And then once you got past them in the order, it was six or seven outs there. And Tumwater's big thing is kind of finding that depth behind them because otherwise they're really only going to only score runs in, you know, two or three innings, which is what happened against WF West, which is what happened against Rochester and those games they split. But Centralia, I mean, and the other thing about Tumwater is that Ella Ferguson is very good, but she throws fast. Mm-hmm. But by the fifth or sixth inning, maybe some people are catching up to that. And they have no plan B. Yeah. So... As WF West proved, and as Rochester almost proved, it only takes two or three swings. You stack two or three hits, and suddenly you got a real shot in that game. And Centralia proved against WF West that it can put two or three hits together and put runs across. So I'm interested in how this one goes. All right. Uh, which one of you gets to go cover that? Is that, is that you, Josh? Actually, I don't know. Uh, I stay by day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think Josh knows where he's going today. You didn't put me on the schedule for anything, so I don't. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Tuesday, WFS to Tomwater Baseball. Shout out to the schedulers. Why? Uh, because for softball, Tomwater played WFS the first game of the season. Ah. And they played Rochester the game after that. Tomwater plays WFS baseball three times in the last three weeks of the season. Like, none of this early crap. Yeah. They're playing two games uh, next week. They're playing Tuesday, Wednesday. And then they're playing, I think, the last game, the second to last game of the season. They're playing a one-off. Both teams are rolling. Play the good game. Like, somebody realized that these were going to be the good games, and they put them in the back half when the teams were really getting up to speed. Right. Didn't WF West football open with Tumwater for a league or some crap like that, yeah, too? something like that. It's like, what are we doing here? Yeah, they, they used to always save that one for the end of the year. Exactly. Or, like, near the end of the year. You know, obviously, you got to play yeah. the Swamp Cup last. But, like, why open... Obviously, the two best teams in the league like do not open league between and softball did that. They opened league against each other. Yeah, and I know the Tubies have had that in the past. I mean, like Toodle plays Toledo in the first week of the season. This was the first time in like three years that Toodle Lake Baseball didn't play Kalama in the opening. Right. Like everybody likes to put these matchups, the big matchups at the beginning of the season. Put them at the end of the season. Do this. This is a lot better. Uh, do you guys want to talk about the sweet comments on the RPI post by the WIAA? I've been talking so much for the past five minutes, so how about you two? <laughs> uh, just, it just cracks me up. Uh, so in the 3A rankings, this is of no concern to anybody around here, but like West Seattle is number six in the baseball rankings. And again, these are like... Computer it's, generated. It's computer generated. Yeah. It's numbers. This is the chat GPT of rankings. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> Some of the comments. Brutal miscalculation of the current standings of Washington State. No justice, no peace. Like, what are we doing? Is that a here? hashtag? No justice, no peace? Uh no, they didn't they didn't hashtag it, oh, but they okay. should have. Why is West Seattle so high? They suck. 
alternately, blasphemous how West Seattle could not be top three. If I were the person who is forced to post this, I would strongly consider my allegiance and delete this. I feel like that's a that's like a Chad Kramer move to come. Like I think the guy who was like West Seattle sucks. Why are they so high? It's like a ghost account. It's like the coach trying to like get his players yeah. riled up. You know, like look what they're saying about us. You so think the, Chad Kramer would do that? Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm sure Kramer has created a few burners. In oh, his day. Josh Salguero, he's terrible. <laughs> this guy. And then another one, well, Josh. What they said about you. <laughs> I analyzed it similarly. The only reason we could be ranked so low is due to the fact that they hate us because they ain't us. Again, these are numbers. The numbers do not care about you one way or the other. Okay, but when the numbers do care about you, did you see the two the two a softball RPI? Uh, Centralia number two. Absolutely, they got it right. Uh, I feel like they'll probably drop after this. And WFS nowhere to be seen, or Wild. Tumwater. Yeah, both those teams have played too many 4A and 3A teams, and those count as 500 teams for some reason to um, the RPI. And Adna not being on the 2B RPI board is hilarious. They've only played three games or whatever. They might never really make it on there because there's only like a month left until district start, I think, and like they're only going to play some league teams. So like I can't imagine the computer is going to be like, wow, uh, an 8-2 and two Adna team. Let's put them... In the top 10, you know? I think, I'm sure they'll wind up on there eventually. It's the computer. It's I'm not disrespecting Adna. I just think the computer setup is dumb. Yeah. Like, what are they going to look at their win? I guess they could beat number five Rainier and number seven Toledo. And yeah, that'll, that'll move them up a little bit. Nine Kalama. Uh, did you see where the 2B baseball state Final Four is? It's in the Tri Cities? It's in Efreda. Efreda. Uh, we're not going to that. <laughs> You're not going to go to beautiful Efreda? No. Do you know where Efreda is? Yeah. I had to look it up. Like, I had a general idea. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to, like, describe. I don't know how what I would, like, say where it was, but they, uh, at I my was, old job, they were in the same, like, league as Ellensburg. It's kind of by, like, Moses Lake. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of like... Uh, what a weird site to play it at. Like what everyone else is playing at like like the Bellingham Bells and uh I think the three A four A's, where are they at? They're I like, mean it is kind of like right between Seattle and Spokane. Yeah, and I guess there's more teams over there. But look, I'm playing at Yakima. What what's going on in Yakima? The two A baseball probably? No, that's in Bellingham. Oh really? Yeah, played in Yakima. You're right. Or there's like a boatload of fields in Tri Cities too, if you really want it to be on the east side. Yeah, like, I don't, don't know. play it's, it at a high school venue. It's almost right in the middle of the state if you look at a map. I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. Cool. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about? No. <laughs> Is there anything you want to talk about? No, no, I'm good. Everything's okay. fine. Um, all right. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah.